Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Charlene Brown, the founder, CEO, and CCO of Brooklyn Custom Designs. And they guide solopreneurs and small business owners through their transitions into their consulting, coaching, and speaking lives by implementing purpose-driven website strategies into their marketing goals. And they provide support for you to embrace the anti-struggle. I love that. The anti-struggle by grounding the website strategy with website development at their very core. Hey, Charlene, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so, so welcome. So can you just expand a bit more on that and tell people at home where you are right now with your business and who you love to work with? Yeah, so right now I am entering my 10th year being in business, but I'm still in that mode of really embracing what I truly wanted to do in the first place, which was support solopreneurs and small business owners, mainly females, but I'm here for everyone, but mainly females, (laughs) um, who are really struggling with transitioning into coaching, their um, consulting lives, their speaking lives because they are not fully aware of how can they use their websites to bring out who they really are so people can connect with them fully. They're so busy feeling scattered because they're following the norms of gurus who tell them to be on social media, which means you're following the algorithms, you're trying to catch up to everything. But I teach them that their website is really the home that they should pour into. So then when they go to social media, they can just keep bringing people back to their home where they can learn everything so they don't feel scattered. They can really hone in on what is it that I do for you? How can I support you? But tell their story, their way on their terms using their website. So I help them do all of that. Oh, I love that. So where are your, where are your clients coming from? You say you're, you're, they're in transition into being the coach, the consultant, the speaker, or the person that they always wanted to be. Where do you take them from and to? So I take them from maybe they are doing consultations or they're doing some type of um, coaching or maybe they have a nine to five. So Uh now they want to get to that next level. So they want to become that coach or they're a consultant who wants to become a speaker, but their websites are not um, in alignment with what their future is or what Mm. their future should be. So I help them first flush out everything. What do you want to do? How do you want people to see you? And then now let's allow your website to be that support for you to help you reach that goal. So if you know you want to be that speaker, 
allow your website to showcase you speaking, you demonstrating how well you are, how people connect with you. And then when others come to you, they can say, yes, this is an alignment. This makes sense. A lot of times people, they change as they go on, which is what you should do, but mm. their website never evolves with their business. Their website does not evolve with them. So I want to make sure that they realize how much that this should be a mirror. It should be a reflection of what you're doing and prepare it so it can support your future goals, not just your current goals. Oh, super. Um, yeah, from, from my days back when I ran Malar Studios back in the UK, we were a website and user experience agency and the website, oh my gosh, the website is your 24-7 salesperson, always talking your language, always doing the work for you. It's always there. It's your hub. It is your home. Um, so I, I truly understand exactly how important the website can, can play um, to every business as this is your shop front. This represents you. So what, what struggles do you find your clients come with um, that you have to help them overcome in order to um, maybe help them understand just how powerful your own website can be with all these strategies of social media and email and do all this other stuff. Yes, they come. It, I see mainly they're so fixated with the, the tech side of it. Uh -huh. um, they feel overwhelmed. WordPress is is my love, right? So I've, I've pretty much grown with WordPress. I, I was there the year after it launched. So from, um, from that point in time, I think 2004, I've been working with WordPress. So I feel like because people are, or they have this embedded notion that the technology is too much or it's too overwhelming, or they're not techie, they talk mm -hmm. themselves out of embracing a website or everything it should and can do for them. So what I try to get them to focus on is, okay, let's just focus on you. What's your purpose? What's your goals? And then now allow the website to align with that. Don't align with the website. So they're struggling with letting go of their fear of technology. Mm -hmm. And then they're, they're struggling with letting go with all the gurus are telling them, the, the social media gurus, the marketing gurus. A lot of them are really trying to get them to market themselves but when you don't have a website or a, or a real destination that to call your own, then where yeah. are you really always going to funnel people? You're funneling them from LinkedIn to, to Instagram to TikTok. So you're going from one platform to the next. And we already know most of these platforms don't like to play nice with each other. So you're trying to figure out in your head. And I feel like they spend so much time on that aspect of social marketing that they forget that the website can do so much for them. It can do the bulk of that. Like you said, this is your front that speaks for you 24 hours a day. So if you just gave it all the information it needed and funneled everybody to that point, then it does the bulk of the work, right? You, you send it through the funnels because you've created all those things on your site. You're sending them to different pages, different media that maybe you have a podcast, maybe you have videos, maybe you have a lot of blog entries, maybe you have a store but you're mm -hmm. allowing people to explore your world rather than them getting distracted with everybody else's world, including yours, and you're fighting the noise, right? <laughs> so oh, that, the, I the definitely noise. see them I'm struggling. Making things, overcomplicating everything. So we, yes. I truly believe that we need to simplify everything that we're doing because we can have all these different funnels and campaigns and stuff. 
But if the messaging is slightly different, if what we're trying to do, what we're trying to achieve is not in alignment with us or our business, then this is where things start to fall down all over the place. Um, you must see that with the misalignment of messages and offers and the promises that the companies make. Yes. And I've, I did it myself. When I started out, I didn't know like how to how to market myself because I wasn't a marketer. I, I knew how to put a website together, but I didn't understand initially in 2000, how, how does the marketing, how does your messaging, how does your brand, how does all of that come together? Because a lot of times those were not our focus, especially as a designer and a developer. That's not mm -hmm. my focus. My focus is for you to give me your stuff and then I put it together. But I realized it, it became a disservice, um, especially when clients, if they don't understand themselves and they're giving me something that isn't good, how can I tell them it's not good and why it's not good? And that still wasn't enough. I still needed to help them improve it or find people to improve it. So that's where my journey of getting into the agency aspect of my business, my life, because I didn't think I would be one, um, had, to, had to evolve. It had to be that part. And that's where I needed to find the partners that would write for them because I felt I could do it. And I can do it all, but then that—that's still not me servicing my clients properly. It's oh, the curse of the business owner! Myself. I can do it all. Right, it's me overwhelming myself, and now they're behind. I'm behind. I'm stressed, and and that's not fair. It's not fair to either one. So that's where the partners come in. So if I can find people who can do the copy, if I can find others to do the graphics, if I can find others to do the branding even, then that, that allows me to focus on the strategy. And then I can even have people help me with the build out. So I can just focus on making sure that everything is aligned. Now let me help make sure all the pieces are coming together. And nice. that makes me more efficient for them. And especially when you have questions, it's, it, I have to learn last year really that I needed to now transition into educating the client so that's where the my my re I got revival of no, knowing that I needed to be an agency came back because I started I failed at the starting of an agency because I didn't know what I was doing trying to create an agency I was like what I don't know <laughs> but I was like okay let me let me push this back for a little bit so I can understand what an agency really should be mm. and then as I started to really get that understanding I was I told myself all right let me first restructure how my business is. So by the time I bring in partners, by the time I bring in um, employees, even if they were outsourced, I already had a process for them. So when they brought their special sauce, it wasn't a distraction for me. It wasn't a confusion for them. They would fit and they would be able to excel in what they needed to do. So then I can make sure that, okay, they they did this, they did their part, they sent in their their um their deliverables. Now the client can see it, I can see it. We, we're all looking at it quickly. Boom, mm. let's get to the next level. So it was really about making sure that I was ready, my business was ready, so that I can bring other people who were ready. And then we can be there for the client as a more effective um, piece. And then I can stay on the education side. Because I realized clients needed the education of understanding this is why you need a website, one. And two, this is how you're going to get it done. 
these are the pieces that have to be um, focused on. And part of that was people were not even understanding why they were even in business. What was their future in this business? They just knew like, oh, I want a business. I, I, I love these products. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But then it never evolved be beyond them writing it out. They never really flushed their ideas out. So then it became nice. a frustration for them and everybody else who was trying to help them. So really, your role is evolving into helping communicate with um, strangers, prospects, and clients come on board as to, okay, let's look at the entirety of your business. Let's really look at where you're going, because this is the pinnacle. If, if people see nothing else apart from your website, they need to understand who you are, why you're doing it. Yeah. Um, actually, more importantly, because I see this a lot with websites, they're like, look at me, look at me, look at me. No one cares about you. What they care about is, what's in it for me? Why am I on this website? What am I, the clients, the prospect going to get? So I think shifting that perspective, um, rather than singing the praises about what, what we do, it's, hey, here's what you're going to achieve. Here's the transformation. Here's the product. Here's the gift, the benefits, yes. right? Yes, Is that exactly. a, 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 a hard shift for people to be able to sort of navigate through? Yes, it's hard for me. <laughs> it's hard for me because I had to really do that same change in my business. So as I was yeah. doing that, I was documenting that. So it helped mm -hmm. me when I did my processes. So now when I explain to clients, this is why we're doing it. I can tell them, look, I did it. I, I literally did this myself. So I'm telling you, this is why you're going to be. It's, it's not even just for you. Because when other people come on your site and they can understand why you're doing it, why you're so passionate, right? It now becomes easier for you to have a conversation with them and they're looking at you and they're seeing the same passion. But if you can't even explain why you're in business, why do you love this so much? Why are you selling these products? What, what makes these products so important that they need to buy it from you? If you can't explain that, then what's the point, right? It's it, like no mm. copy, no amount of, no, no type of copywriter who has any kind of magic can help um, get that across if you can't do it. And that, mm. that's where I wanted people to really find that connection with their site. Like, it's not about me putting it together. If you don't have that same passion that you can explain it to me, then I'm drifting with you. And I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, and you, I guess you don't, you're not going to indulge them with that. It's like, I, I'm not going to enable you to continue as you are. So with that, is yeah, it- I have to stop. <laughs> is it a lack of clarity? Is it a lack of confidence in their service themselves, their products? Where, where is that misalignment when you first meet people? I believe it's really, it's, it's the clarity of not realizing that they have to do that. They were under the impression that, you know, especially from a, a web developer or designer um, standpoint, they felt like, oh, I just tell you what I want. And you oh, you go and do it for me. Yeah, you yeah. do it. This is why it's a D, D done for you. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it has to be a done with you process in the yes. sense of you don't have to be there every step of the way. However, you still need to produce. And I think that for whatever reason, they're, they're, that, that's where the disconnect came from. A lot of um, people decided that because um, web design became a done for you process, they didn't have any um, responsibility in the process. They didn't have any reason 
to be there. They just dumped off their thoughts and they came and picked up a flashy, amazing website. And that's no longer the case, especially we know to, to really bring in clients that we want who, who can really use and benefit from us. We cannot really do that if our websites are not speaking to them. And if mm. we are not being able to be in the position to tell folks who are helping us, tell the copywriter, look, this is what I wanted to say. This is, this is everything that I know I want to be able to help people. And then that's where the copywriter, who's a great copywriter, is able to say, oh, this is everything that you told me that you wanted. I can get some content out of this and I can write amazing for you. That's how copywriting should be, but it's not. Even that, because especially with the, the talk of AI, a lot of people are now under the false impression that AI will just replace the copywriters. And it's like, no, AI will work with the copywriters. The copywriters mm -hmm. can help you flush out your ideas, or maybe you can use AI to flush your ideas out and then hand that over to the copywriter so they can um, make it better, improve that. Um, I think that's where that's where the, the the disconnect has come from. The done for you has been like, oh, okay, I don't have responsibility anymore. But I always tell my clients, if you don't have the passion for your business, why should I? If you don't care enough to to take the time, tell me an about, right? If I ask you to write mm -hmm. me your about page and you gave me a paragraph, what am I doing with this? And the paragraph is like so fluffy. It's like, really? Like, it, would you buy from you? <laughs> If you read this, like that's that's where I want clients to be, and that's where I had to really sit down with myself and say, oh, "Am I doing them a, a, a disservice by not pushing them?" And and believe it or not, some people were frustrated. They were just like, "Oh, well, that's why I hired you." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, but no, not really, because then I don't become your business coach." And and that's where I draw the line. I'm not your business coach. I'm not your um your business consultant, but what I am here to do is help you align whatever that is that you might have gotten from them and make sure that it speaks properly and clearly. And that's where the clarity comes in so you can connect to your audience. That is, it needs to be clear. Even with your services, most people don't write out what their services are. They just throw it on the website and think, oh, you know, I talk about it online. But who cares? By the time I'm by myself in the dark <laughs> on my laptop or on my tablet or, you know, on my phone looking through your website, I don't have you with me. I'm not remembering what you said in a, in mm -hmm. a video. So your website, like, like we said already, still needs to be able to speak on your behalf. And if it can't do that, if your website cannot be your number one ambassador, your brand ambassador, then it's a waste of time. And over 80% of websites are online dying every single year, not even doing anything. Mm. So I, I don't, I don't want to see any more dead websites. <laughs> <laughs> no more dead websites. No. no. So, listen to that. It's, it sounds like you've, so you've gone through such a transition yourself. So I love the authenticity. You've actually gone through exactly what your clients have gone through, questioning where your business is going, what you should hold strong, where you can actually provide the most, I think, value for them. So let's talk about you, the business owner right now, because we were chatting offline about, you know, the transition that you're, you're currently going through before you, you bring in even more you know, members of staff, get your SOPs down. Um, and then obviously with that, you can focus on your area of genius. But right now with this transition, 
how tough is it for you that at this point you're needing to make steps you're tr- changing the way you've worked for the last what 10 years um how is that for you it's hard <laughs> i'm fighting with myself all the time and part of it is i have a perfectionist um yeah. feel to to it and i try to always talk myself out of dwelling and sitting yeah. there and staring at it i'm like it's good enough it's good enough i'm like to tweak this and well, let me read this over again and that stalls me so yeah. I so one that's why I, I say to myself you know especially going through my processes let me make sure that I'm thinking how my client would think without mm-hmm. me um I saw that too clients were struggling going through my processes and I was like okay I don't I don't get it I understand it but I have to take myself out of it yeah. and um so when once I did that, I was able to see where the gaps were. I was able to see where they were getting lost and confused. So I had to sit down. I even had to go and get help from fellow designers and say, well, how do you do this? And I'm trying to get them to do this. And, and then I, I would realize, and there was this, they would just say something that felt simple. And I'm like, why didn't I think of this? Like, duh. But <laughs> it's sometimes you need someone else to mm. tell you or someone else to give you that insight because we're so into our own businesses it's our babies right our process is like oh my god I did it it was so perfect and da-da-da. but it wasn't right but we love it so much that we need someone else outside to tell us no you're missing this no not this nope that's not good nope tick. and it's like oh my god so then of course <laughs> as the perfectionist let's take our pride out of it and listen with clarity and listen with an open um an open heart and an open mind to say you know what this person I asked them for a reason I asked this person because I knew they would be brutal but they're doing it because they want to see me succeed some people are just nasty because they don't want you to win so sometimes they'll just tell you oh it's great or it's perfect when they see the gaps and I'm like I know you saw that hole (laughs) but but you know, it's not even just—it's not even just about being aware of those who may not want you to win. It's really focusing on those who do. Focus mm. on those who are supportive of you and who are ready to tell you, "No, this is what's not good. This is this needs some help." You know, I got confused here. I got lost here. And then stepping back to say, "Okay, they told me that. Let me go through it again." But always, always, even when I go through my client sites. I go through it as though I don't know who they are. I'm a stranger off of Google or Yahoo. And I'm just like, huh, would I understand this? And anything that I might have a question, no matter how silly it may feel, I write everything down and I tell them the clients. And I'm like, nope, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. And, and they'll tell me, they'll, the fight is real. They'll say, well, no, because I know, but well, well, it's like, and I just, you know, because I see it I know yeah. where it's coming from and I'm just like I'm just telling you what a client or what somebody who doesn't know you will see mm. and what and they might the, expect the, the data doesn't lie if it's performing well it's like super show me the data show me how it's performing if it is performing well god yeah. love you I mean there's a there's a nice place in, in the middle there's a site that looks like a dog's dinner but converts like mad and that, that looks yes. so beautiful and so pristine but doesn't work mm-hmm. my belief is that somewhere in the middle the sites can look amazing feel amazing but also do the job they're supposed to do perfect yes well said 
Thank you. Because <laughs> we um, are I, in such agreement. I want to get back to back to you because you were saying that you know, you're you fighting with yourself. There's the perfectionism. There's asking for help and having that bit of, little bit of ego that you you can overcome that, but it's still see How else do you fight with yourself? Tell me more about that. Oh well, I fight with myself on getting rest because um, <laughs> I will. I get up early anyway. So the fact that I would stay up late and don't sleep until three, four in the morning, that's a detriment because uh-huh. I know like mentally I'm thinking all the time. I'm always thinking. So it already takes me a while to sleep. So I have to always fight with myself on taking a break. Um, even um, on the weekends, don't open the laptop until late. If you even open it at all, if you're going away with friends, don't take the laptop. Like I'm yeah, leave it behind. myself. Yeah. Cause I think um, last weekend I was like, Hmm, sure. Should I not? It's only a day, but still, what if something happens? And, and I was like, you know what? No, do not mm. take it. And, and that's a constant battle to give myself yeah. a break and be okay with giving myself days off um, and, and being aligned with that um, because I need self-care too. So, Absolutely. But there's also what is behind that? Because we talk to a lot of people who um, it's so easy to justify because I love the work I do. I really enjoy it. So then it, it spills over into your personal life or oh, I need to really overcommit because I feel responsible for my clients. What is it for you that makes you want to work all the hours God sends and it spills into your life? Um, for me, it's, it's both. It's a little of, I definitely do want to be there for my clients, but I too need to be there for me because I've seen fellow designers and developers. Our websites are usually crap and it's because we're so busy taking care of others. So I'm like trying to split my time and I'm like, okay, let me take care of me. And then let me take care of you. And, and then that's where I'm like, okay, nope. This is where I need an agency. So let me get the process going for the agency. And then it's now I'm split with three major projects, right? And then I'm mm-hmm. saying to myself, how do I make them um, digestible, but um, move me in a, in a way that they still move me in an efficient way? And I'm also battling with the external voices of, oh, you should be here by now. Oh, you know, it took me only three years and I'm here and I'm, I'm like, well, that's you. <laughs> and and I have to also remember that I started where we rarely or barely had any kind of um, support system. Like in uh-huh. 2090s, you really didn't have people who were just pouring out like that. You didn't have a lot of these social media platforms that you could find everything, like almost all your answers, right? Yeah. But it's it was it wasn't a time to have a pity party it was just a time to acknowledge that look I started differently I have a lot to more more, instead of build I have a lot to fix because Mm -hmm. I I built already I built a lot of stuff so now I have to break stuff down remove things analyze what do I really need what I don't need and if I already have it let's improve it rather than build it from scratch because that's going to take longer. So it's a yeah. lot of um, analyzing and and trying not to beat myself up, but it's definitely, I have the love for the clients. I have a love for my business. I just need to now find the proper balance. There's nothing that's going to be equal, but I just need a proper balance. Yeah, nice. Well, let's take the how out of it. Let's take all the challenges. The, the end of 2023, 
where are you going to be? What's the goal? Where are you going? That goal for me is definitely to have my first person back on, which I want is my online business manager. I want her back. Um, And I want her in a position where she has like everything at her fingertips, uh, pretty much automated. I want, um, I want my partners because I started that already. So I want at least a nice set of 10 partners who are ready, ready to go helping clients out. And at that point, um, I'm more of um, in my own journey of furthering along, becoming a speaker myself. So those are like my top three things, definitely. Oh, (laughs) sounds awesome. Well, you've got a fun packed year ahead of you. Yes. (laughs) All right, Charlene, thank you so much for sharing your journey, um, having a chat about all things websites and business and hearing your story. It's been so much fun. Um, So much fun. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate having the time and the opportunity. Hey, you're welcome. Um, If people want to find out more about you and, of course, Brooklyn Custom Designs, where can they find you? Oh, they can definitely head on over to Brooklyn Custom Designs, B-K-L-Y-N, customdesigns.com. And I just launched my my store. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs> um, I saw your merch. The, yes, the anti-struggle, uh, the anti-struggle life store.com. They can head on over there as well. And I am so excited that I launched it. It had a purpose. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we didn't mention the anti-struggle. Um, oh my gosh, we we have a part two at some point. You're coming back on. We're gonna go straight into that purpose. Of course. <laughs> Super. Well, everyone, look out for that part two coming soon. If if you're up for it. I'm up for it. <laughs> Super stuff. Hey Charlene, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Loved it. Thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.